keeping you up to date with the latest in Texas Tech sports. This is the Ask Level Podcast, brought to you by Double T 97.3. Hey, what's happening? Welcome into episode number 12 of the Ask Level Podcast alongside Chris Level. I'm Choice Woodman. That's a dozen. That is a dozen. <laughs> that's, that's I'm, 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 I'm Not if you're a baker, to... though. I was about to say, Woodman, I'm used to operating uh, with, with like when it comes to like cookies or donuts or right. cupcakes and all that. They just like throw in the one extra, right? You got a little pep in your step today. Uh, it seems like something good must have happened on Saturday. Well, yeah, I mean, I I, I always try to operate a little with a little pep in the old step. But yeah, winning is better. Winning is better than losing, man. Um, it's. Yeah. Uh, you had lost uh, you had lost two in a row and you'd lost four or five. I think that, you know, when, when you take the field versus Kansas, we, we had touched on this in last week's episode. It's not must win, but boy, it, it, it's really close when you're trying to get to the ultimate goal of just trying to get to, to a bowl game and all that. And now you've given yourself uh, two chances. You're 500 after 10 games and you've got two chances to try to, to get that done and even have a chance to obviously go. Uh, to get to, to seven wins and even eight wins if you were to uh, win uh, win out and then uh, go win your bowl game. So I, uh, uh, yeah, I just, uh, and, and, and I tell you, before we get into this, I, I there, there's so many storylines in, in this game versus Kansas that you could get into. Some good, some bad, some unfortunate. But yeah. but the the my my takeaway as I, from a feel good standpoint, as I walk out of that stadium last night and we're walking to the car is that I, I, I really wished we could have seen Tyler Shuck all season long in some ways, because this was the savvy veteran, smooth, tough, um, you know, playmaker at quarterback that, Checked to runs, checked out of runs, checked you into different things, took care of the football, was your leading rusher. Uh, I thought he delivered the ball accurately and and had a little zip on it, which it, it's taken a while to get that back. But that that's the guy that we all saw in August and even uh, through a quarter in September that you 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 boy you you love to know what that looked like. Uh, you know, and, and I, I think Barron is absolutely the future. There's no doubt about that. But I just mm-hmm. thought. That that's a game that Tyler Shuck just went and won for you uh, in many ways. He, you know, and then the running game helped. He was a big part of that, and you know, yeah, in, in, individually and all that. But that's uh, I just wanted to make sure that because to me that was the big thing uh, was was Tyler Shuck from a positive standpoint. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, when you look at at Shuck's performance, that was the biggest question mark heading into the game. Right? Is, is oh, yeah. what are you going to look like offensively? What are you going to look like at quarterback? Because that was not the same Shuck we saw come in in relief duty in the TCU game. He seemed more polished, seemed – I don't know if it's just preparation of going with the ones all week or what it was, but he, he definitely looked like the Tyler Shuck we had heard everything about coming into the season. Well, and you, you, uh, you're you on the radio crew with us, and you 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 are in charge of putting that some of that sound together that I go mm-hmm. get every week. And you heard what he said. Yeah. Uh, you know, when we talked to him last week, I mean, you have nine months to prepare for the season sure. and you're in shape, you're sharp, you're, you know, all, all the things. And 
you, you try to stay mentally engaged when you're out for seven to eight weeks, but physically it's just, it's hard because you can't go throw and it's muscle memory. It's accuracy, it's timing, it's chemistry, it's all the, all that stuff. And so I just think you've kind of seen a, seen a bit of an increase each week and it looks better and better and better because this is what, you know, he, he's kind of having training camp all over again, you know, and, and trying to work, work his way back into being sharp and, yeah. and all those things. And so I, I, yeah, you're right. I mean, I thought TCU looked better than his better performance, certainly. Mm-hmm. And th- this one looks, looks, you know, uh, I don't know if he's all the way back, but boy, it, it, it's close uh, because I just like the way he played and managed and uh, the game because he made plays and the, he he did what we've been asking these quarterbacks to do. There's sometimes when there's plays that aren't there, yeah. he makes them anyway. He throws guys open. He he's getting out of trouble and moving the chains and with his legs I and mean, all the stuff. And this is just how you are how how you're gonna have to get it done because this is how you're built. Yeah, were were you surprised to see him run as much as he nope. did and some design, some his own his own doing there? Not not at all. I I just think that's that's who he is. That's what this offense is. And mm-hmm. I, yeah, do you hold your breath? Do you want yeah. him to be smart about it? A thousand percent. But you can't you can't be a quarterback in this league and just be a sitting duck back there. True. It's just that that's not how the position is played anymore. And you've got to have an aspect of that. And I think that, yeah, if you run him on purpose, you just want him to be smart about it. And you've tried to coach him on that and get down. Uh, and but he's a tough kid. And I think that he's. You know, it's it's like I you even watch these the you know the the Patrick Mahomes the Josh Allen's the guys like that at the highest level, mm-hmm. and they're 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 franchise guys, and their franchise has zero chance, and it's hard to tell them not to go get those extra two yards. Absolutely, yep. you know that's just that's just who who some of these guys are. Uh, but at some point, you just have to be you know have to be prudent about it and be smart and all those things. But uh, no, I just. Yeah, I, I thought it was uh, it, it was fun to watch him play and operate and, and do his thing because I know he's been dying to help and and you know put himself in a good spot for his future too. That's the good from last night. The the bad you do give up a lot of rushing yards to Kansas. Do you, does that bring you concern after this game, or was it just you got to give credit where credit's due to to Bean and Neal? Well, a little bit of both choice. I think it does concern you, but this is what – I mean, you have to tip the cap. This is what they've done to everybody. I yeah. mean, they are one of the best rushing offenses, certainly in the Big 12. Uh, they – I mean, I think 22 rushing touchdowns going into that game. I mean, it, it's it's gaudy. And they major in the chunk plays. Oh, my this goodness. Is, this do. is Yeah, this is what they do. Uh, and they've got – you know, I think you see it, but they've got some guys with some speed and juice, man. And, you know, the, the one fourth and inches play that goes to the the, the tight end, that's not yeah. one of those guys. They just kind of catch you with your eyes in the backfield and mm-hmm. and then they 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 scheme that one open. But um yeah, I th- I think Devin Neal could play for a lot of folks. I think Jason Bean's speed is as good as anybody's. Yeah. Uh, really, and when I say anybody, I mean anybody uh, playing college football because he is fast. Uh, yeah. He's quick. Now he he kind of makes some mistakes, and he'll throw it to you on occasion, and kind of you know, and 
Fortunately. But 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 I just I just thought that some of their skill it's impressive and they've got some speed and they're good enough to where if you make a mistake look out because they're they're good enough to burn you and, and take it I mean because to, to your point choice a sixty three yard run a forty three yard run you also had a sixty yard pass and a sixty six yard pass yeah I mean these are I mean that that that's uh, you're 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 talking you know, about 200 yards of offense right, right there in four plays, mm-hmm. but that's, that's what they do. And, um, you know, no, no one can envision though, their field goal kicker doinking the upright <laughs> twice. That was crazy. You know, Same upright. Yeah. It's, it's nuts, but it obviously helps the help the red Raiders out, uh, last night by those two misses. Um, and your field goal kicker and Trey Wolf was as clutch as it got and his makes her, come up huge where, where it stretches the game out for you and you're able to win yeah three for three he 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 hit the makeable ones but they also I, th- I thought the game somewhat changed or it was just kind of a big momentum shift yeah when, whenever you you're able to hit the you know shuck hits trey cleveland for about 40 yards or so and you you give yourself a chance at a 51 yarder and he he, he just buried it i mean nailed it and yeah I just that 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 creates a situation where you go into the half up 27-21 as opposed to 24-21 but but you you could just tell every every little score and point what was going to be needed is you've had a hard time finishing these games and you're just uh and and then and then and then choice to carry that forward cuz to me that's where the game was kind of uh, in in the balance is that you 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 hit that one play and then you you uh, hit that field goal mm-hmm. and to put yourself up by six. But then you're thinking, okay, if Kansas comes out and scores here in the first drive of the second half, yeah, okay, this is going to be a bit dicey. And and you you have the, he Bean throws it right to Rabbit, yeah, just right to him. Got to make it, it, it. It's not even about making a play; it's just catching the ball, and mm-hmm. it's just he just dropped it. And th- those are like against some better teams or against like, I mean, th- those are, you know, and, and then, and then you continue to live dangerously because then on the third down, they not, not that it's anybody's fault on, on text end of it, but Tyree Wilson gets after the passer and they call roughing the passer, which was, that's all, uh, you know? Yeah. It, you, it, it was as bad of a call. Watch the replay as, as the face mask the week before. Well, it was last week. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what the, the officiating crew, uh, has against uh, Tyree Wilson, but mm. and, and and you're just so you you keep them it keeps the drive alive when you could have ended it or, or yeah. ended the drive and all that. So speaking of Tyree Wilson, obviously, um, it, you, just watching the reaction. Don't have any official news out on, on him or anything yet, but just watching the reaction of how he was with his teammates on the sideline, hearing Coach McGuire talk about him in the post game show. It's obviously not an injury that's going to be a good one, um, and one I, I think you at least expect him out for some time. So, well, fo- big, foot injuries, yeah, foot injuries for big people are n- are never good. Yeah, we see it in basketball a lot. Unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, you, you you're dealing one on the basketball side with uh, yeah. Fardaw's Amac as well, and it's just mm. you know there's a lot of bones in that foot, and yep. you've got to have your wheels, and you're cutting and moving and doing all these different things, and. It's how Tyree, you know, makes his uh, makes his hay at his position is getting after people and all that. Uh, I I don't 
this is my opinion and I, I'm you're right you're going off kind of the way Joey uh talked yeah. about it and all that you won't see him the rest of the season I'd be shocked uh, yeah. including including bowl game I don't think just because if you listen to what Joey told us in the post game we're going to x-ray it again and so you 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 know that they right yeah good news there with the first one and so but I I just uh, and I say you won't see him the rest of the time just because there's no quick foot injury. That doesn't really exist. No. Um, and, I mean, some of them can be six weeks. Some of them can be months. Uh, you know, it just depends on what, what happened there. But he knew it. Uh, he knew it as soon as he was down. He just he looked looked at the, at the locker or the sidelines and – kind of was like hey man I'm, I'm done like come somebody come help me and just he was very frustrated it, it just is terrible because he's your best player period mm-hmm. there's no yeah there's no doubt about it and I think you're gonna have to do this the rest of the way without him that's I my mean, guess but up to this week we've seen him on draft boards anywhere in the first round I literally anywhere you you see him at top five at some points top ten back end he's been a first round guy pretty consistently so this is it's a blow. Um, as... Well, and, and and choice two things that come to mind is it's still shocking to me that Matt Wells was able to get Tyree Wilson to walk on for a semester here. Isn't that nuts? That, that, that is one of the craziest, <laughs> yeah, and best recruiting jobs you'll ever see. People can yeah. say whatever they want to about about Coach Wells, mm-hmm. but they got Tyree Wilson to walk on and pay his own way for a semester. Yep, until they could put him on scholarship. It's crazy. And he's going to be end up being one of the best defensive players that really has played for you in the last, you know, twenty years. I mean, yeah. it's like you just don't have guys like that around here much. Um, but he's going to get drafted still, no matter what happens sure. here or whatever. He's too big and too explosive, and he's put a lot on film up to this point. Though, yes, so that and helps. even if somebody takes a chance, uh, and 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 he. You know, if the injury is worse than than it is better or whatever, yeah, somebody's gonna say, "I'll, I'll we'll, we'll, you know, we'll take care of him." Or I, I want to, yeah, we'll redshirt him. What I mean, what, yeah. what you know, there's all those things. So, um, it, it, but you just it sucks for Tyree. It sucks for the Red Raiders. It sure. sucks for uh, Tim DeRuiter. It sucks for you know his buddies like Jalen Hutchings and Tony Bradford. It just the, the whole thing sucks. But that's yeah. uh, injuries are part of football. That's just how it goes. Unfortunately. So looks like we will be without Tyree Wilson and you got two games left on the schedule. Um, previewing, looking ahead towards what we've got this weekend. We got a joking about the weather and how cold it was. It was cold on Saturday night in Lubbock. Obviously the wind has to do with that, all that, but it's going to be a different animal up in Ames and that has to have some effect on the game, right? I mean, you've been there to aim several times. You've seen it play out several times where the cold weather has an effect. What do we expect this time around? <laughs> oh yeah. I, uh, well, I think 18 degrees is the projected, uh, at the projected yeah, temperature and, at the and, six and, o'clock kickoff time. And you're going to think that I'm, uh, I'm, I'm joking. Uh, and I don't, I don't mean for it to, to be like a, a, a kidding, but I'll, I'll likely, spend some time up in the booth with you guys I this don't week. blame you at all yeah I, I you know and I, and I yeah. people can say whatever they want I, I'll still attempt to to try to get my job done and, and do some different yeah. things but 
it uh no there's just that that midwest cold is just it just this is different because there's so much moisture in the air and ames yeah. is ames kind of sits in like this river bottom mm-hmm. kind of like it, it, it's got a low level of if you remember years ago uh, hilton coliseum flooded yeah because when it when it rained um it's just like the from the you know it's just you know, so if there's ever fog or if there's ever just just weather or these fronts, they just kind of get into Ames and they, it just sits right there on top of you. Just the way that the uh, the topography is with that uh, that that city, but uh, yeah, that Midwest cold is just different. But I've never been colder in my life than in Manhattan, Kansas, and Ames, Iowa, from what mm-hmm. I've ever experienced. And uh, so yeah, but but you know, in Iowa State's not very good. Uh, their defense is, however, that that's the yep. that's the interesting thing here is that their defense is statistically one of the best in the Big Twelve. Uh, they don't they don't have like all conference draft pick types, but their scheme is ex- uh, pain in the rear to play against. It's that same thing yeah. that everybody's tried to copy. Uh, they're very good against the run, and I, I would expect this to be a fairly low scoring game. Uh, and, you know, and I, I wonder about, you know, if you w- would, would continue to go for it on fourth down as much or if you play field position as much because, see, the one thing the analytics don't factor in that you must consider now is the is the weather and right and, and all those things. But, uh, you know, Iowa State, their, their backs are going to be against the wall. They have to win out to go to a bowl game. So they are in a situation to where they must win their next two and – I believe they have uh, the Red Raiders this weekend, and then they go to Fort Worth the following weekend. And so TCU, they won't have anything on the line, you don't think, do do you? So no, uh, that's well, yeah, I'm I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> I, I am too. Yeah, yeah. So Hunter Deckers, uh, he he will throw it to you plenty. That they have a hard time offensively and running the ball and all these things. But again, the weather just is is going to change so much. And so, I mean. If you score 17 points, you may win the game. If you score 13 yeah. points, you you could theoretically win the game. I have no idea what to it, – it'll just be for the Red Raiders about managing some sort of offense and then and then just managing the elements. So uh, – well, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt no, you're there. Good. But um, so with this Iowa State team, though, most of the time defensively, this scheme, this Matt Wells scheme, this they've had your number. For the most part, but last year was one of those where you did put up quite a few points. What I know it's a different team, but the scheme hasn't changed. What did Tech finally find some success with last year? Are, are, are you talking about uh, Iowa State's defense? Yeah, Iowa State's defense specifically. Because okay. John, Tech, John, I think John Heacock is the DC. Is that what you? Is that what you're yes. saying? You're yeah, yeah, this? yeah. I mean this this cloud cover whatever yeah. defense that that's yeah. always been there that that so many times has given Tech trouble. What what finally broke through for Tech last year where you're able to to score some points on them? Well, I, I think you have to try to get them misaligned a bit. You you try to outformation them. You try to get uh, – and you've got to break tackles. There, there are things underneath to be had. What they're gambling on is that they're going to get there and then mm-hmm. get you down. And so – because against uh, against the Red Raiders, the Jayhawks, I think they missed 22 tackles, which is the most by far all season that Kansas's defense, as far as the missed tackles go, and that's how you end up running for 266 yards. And yeah. and Tyler Shuck gets out of trouble and is able to get some scrambles and move the chains and things like that. So uh, you, you'll have to 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 break some tackles and 
And, and again, you, this is just you just have to be uh, real smart uh, playing smart football uh, up in, in weather like this when there's just <laughs> you know you don't know how the kicking game will be. It's a natural grass field. They they grow that grass up kind of thick, and it's a slower track. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. uh, that football is liable to feel like a rock, uh, you know, when you're trying to kick it or punt it. And so, I mean, I, I it, it will be fascinating to me to see all the things that go into playing football in, in potentially eight degree weather. Yeah. Uh, just because, you know, I don't think they're calling for any precip. I don't necessarily think there will be too much wind. Yeah. But the humidity in the air just changes the dynamic of, you know, like Lubbock cold is far different than Ames, Iowa cold because of the moisture and the humidity in the air. It, mm-hmm. it, it stings you. It bites you. It just it's just hard to explain it. And you, you'll have to try to play a game in it and, and be tough and not let that affect you mentally. Yeah. Uh, and still focus on your assignments and, and all these things and. So yeah, it 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 should be kind of fascinating to see how they keep balls warm and you know, how they yeah. keep uh, you know each other warm and how they keep uh, you know you know to call Donnie Anderson up and and see what <laughs> uh, what advice he can offer up because he actually did play in the ice bowl. So uh, what's one crazy stat for you, Level? Technically, right now, every single Big Twelve team could make a bowl game. That's yeah, still still on the right. table. Not going to happen. Yeah. But if Iowa State were to beat Tech and TCU and West Virginia to beat K State and Oklahoma State, and then Tech beat OU and then OU beat Oklahoma State, the entire Big Twelve would be bowl eligible. Which is, it's nuts, but it also speaks to how there is just no bottom to this league, and we continue yeah. to see it. And Iowa State's supposed to be what one of the worst two teams in this league, I guess. I mean. Well, I mean, statistically, but again, their defense—that—that's exactly. a—that's yeah. a really good side of the ball, man. So, uh, I mean, it's—it's going to be no cakewalk in Ames. Uh, obviously, the line, by the way, for those interested in that kind of thing, Iowa State a three-point favorite opening yeah. up against the the Red Raiders. Okay, so finish up here with a, a few, a handful of questions uh, as we take from you, the audience, every time around. Uh, first one is from D. Wilson. He says, probably too early on this, but how the heck does the quarterback room play out this offseason? Chuck wins the next two, and suddenly everything's in question all over again, isn't it? Yeah, I, I really don't know, man. Uh, I, I uh, All three have the opportunity to come back. Uh, I just – it's very hard for me to envision a scenario to where all three are back. I think if you're Texas Tech – the most important guy for you long-term is Baron Morton. And so as long as he comes back, you're going to have to figure out the rest. Yeah. Uh, if, if Tyler comes back, he's coming back with the idea that he would want to start and, and be the guy. And I'm not opposed to that. I, I think that if Baron was okay with that, I, I think that, and, and like just kind of sitting one more year, although as we know and watch this play out, you're not going to have to sit. It's just a matter of time before you are needed or called into duty and all these different things. Donovan's kind of the wild card there because I think he's kind of the one that is the best teammate ever. Mm -hmm. Everybody loves the kid. Coaches, players. uh, He's been a good soldier. He's competed. 
Uh, I think he gives you a bit of a different dynamic. Uh, dynamic. He just has had an issue with uh, turnovers and things like that. Uh, even in the middle, uh, in the middle of the week, and, and turnovers are, are an issue with him in practice and all that. But uh, you know, he, he's he's still very young too. Uh, I I just I wonder what happens with him. But I, I don't I don't know. I, I can envision. I just don't. I don't think you get all three back. That's just that would be extremely rare. Yeah, it would. Um, so I, I don't, and I, I can't tell you what how this is going to play out. I just don't know. I don't. I don't. So the funny that you interest, or you, excuse me, interesting you you mentioned Donovan Donovan there because someone did ask the question. Uh, Matt asks, "Is there any chance we could see Donovan switch positions away from quarterback?" I wouldn't rule it out. I wouldn't rule it out, and I, I, I he has the skill set to be able to do that. Uh, I think that the, that's going to come down to him and mm-hmm. family and what his dad thinks if they've envisioned him being QB at all costs, because he could certainly go do that at a variety of other places at, at a lower level, possibly, I, mm-hmm. I, and, and maybe at a power five level. Uh, you, you just you just don't know what opportunities are out there, depending on what uh, scheme and system somebody wants to run. Uh, but if he wants to stay here, and wants to play, I, I think he could absolutely. Uh, and, and in fact, I would love nothing more than to see that because it would keep him here. Uh, it would keep him here. And I just, I know how much everybody thinks of him. And uh, I just think you're a better football team with him on it than not. And so, uh, but I mean, he, he could play receiver slash tight end slash do a variety of different things for you. Yes. A couple of basketball questions real quick before we get out of here level. Uh, first one is what is your biggest or what are you most impressed with through the first couple of games of the season? And what is your biggest concern with this team through the first couple of games of the season? Well, I've, I've been, you know, I'll take those in, in like backwards, I guess I'll take the, the, the second question first. Um, okay. just the turnovers, I, I think specifically, you know, you turn it over 32 times in your first two games, 20 in the first one, 12 in the second one. Uh, so it did get better. But, you know, you know, like one, one of your main guards, uh, Pop Isaacs, he's responsible for nine of the 32. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that's going to be just part of the deal here. So I, I don't, I don't want to say disappointing. It's just a concern. Okay. Uh, but it's something that you've got to get corrected quickly because – I'm just telling you, you're not going to be able to get away with some of that stuff in Maui. You just, it's not, you're not going to be able to come close to getting away with uh, some of the things that you've been able to get away with uh, when you face Creighton and then you get into that second game, win or lose. It just doesn't matter. Um, and I just think you've got to do a better job of taking care of the, uh, of the basketball. And some of these are unforced. Some of these are yes. just trying a bit too much or not making the simple play. Uh, or whatever it may be, and that's the part that concerns you uh, or frustrates you, depending on if you're Mark Adams or whatever, uh, the most because you, you're not you're not trying to make this you know flashy play per se. You're just kind of trying to uh, force it or do do a little bit extra when you just could make the easy play too. So anyway, there, there's that. Mm-hmm. As far as uh, what I've been impressed with, I mean, I I, I think. Uh, I think some of the players that you have seen play for you have like, I'll, I'll just single out two guys. I think Davion Harmon is maybe your most valuable player or most important. 
just because I think he's been through all this. He knows what the, this league is like, and I love the way he carries himself. And I, I would say the same about Kerwin Walton, who okay. went through the ACC race, played in the national championship game. Kerwin's a guy that you know he's going to be able to hit threes for you, but his ability to move without the ball and do some things that, you know, because you almost just think he's just a three and D guy or he comes in, he's just going to be able to, but him moving without the ball in the Mm -hmm. first two games, I thought was very impressive uh, to see. And I think that goes a long way. It's, and, and, and some of these new pieces too, two of the guys that I mentioned, uh, there's some of your, your, your guys taking charges. Yeah. And that no that tells me that you've you've really bought into the culture sure. of this thing, and I, I appreciate that. No doubt. Uh, this question, basketball question from Ruby, it says, uh, "What is the bottom? I guess the floor and the ceiling for this team, record wise. And oh, who do we play in the Natty? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this is this is basketball, yeah. So yeah, this is basketball. Um, well." The, the bottom is to me, you know, sixth, seventh ish, eighth place, I guess, Big 12 wise, and, and miss the tournament. Okay. You know, I, I think that's kind of, you know, and, and it's, it's crazy because I think that that, that conversation and being like third or fourth and being like kind of tournament bound that there's not a lot of difference there in the way that some of these results will go in the big 12 conference. I mean, that, that could mean the difference between two or three conference wins one way or the other. And what, whether you're kind of going dancing or not, because this league is, I'm just telling you, man, we say it every year. It's no different this year. This league is going to, it's a, it's going to be a monster again. Uh, Baylor is really good. I think Kansas has a chance to be good. Uh, TCU, brings everybody back from a team that won a game in the tournament last year. They may have the best, you know, player coming into the season, Mike Miles. Uh, Texas is going to be really good with a ton of talent. Shocker. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then then, then you're you're looking at – it's never easy to go win in Ames. We're sitting here talking about that. Or going to win in Stillwater – and, and, you know, yep. and there's no, there's no postseason ban for Mike Boynton's group at Oklahoma State. As far as the ceiling goes, I mean, yeah, I, I would say playing in the second weekend of the tournament is, is certainly doable. But, mm-hmm. boy, I think you're going to have to have your big boy back and you're going to have to get a lot better at some of this stuff and, and really grow up pretty quickly here. But uh, this team, you you saw shoot pretty well in the first First game for sure. Second game was not as good, but it's a you got potential there to shoot the ball better than you have in recent years. And to me, I agree. And to me, if you're going to be a team that plays in the second weekend of the tournament and has mm-hmm. a chance to go further, yeah. you're going to have to be a high level three pointing shoot, shooting team. You, yep. that, that just has to be a component there. Uh, you're going to have to you know, be really good at that aspect and be pretty consistent there. And you've got yeah. plenty of pieces that can do it. But uh, you're right, that second game. Not as good. Well, <laughs> it, 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 it wasn't there. That looked that's a lot the, like, yeah, that looked a lot like last year. Uh, and it was the first game. It's like, oh, this is different. So, uh, yeah, but I just I just think when you get to the league or the Big 12 play, you, you're going to have to bury your fair share night in and night out, you know, just yeah. because that's how you're built. You're smaller not going to be able to crack, crush people on the boards like you did last year, and mm-hmm. away we go. Level. was fun. We should uh, do this on the other side of wins more often. You know, hopefully on the other side of one in Ames and some more well, basketball talk and Maui, uh, lots to 
come. Yeah, I will. Uh, I will get off this with you, and I will go uh, long underwear shopping. <laughs> that's a that's a great great idea. Yeah, uh, for you and Ames. But uh, enjoyed it. We'll we'll do it again soon. Sounds good. Appreciate it, Choice. Keep hope alive. Absolutely. That's Chris Level. I'm Choice Woodman. You've been tuned into the Ask Level podcast, brought to you by Double T ninety seven three. Have a great week. You've been listening to the Ask Level podcast, powered by Double T 97.3. For more from Lubbock Sports Station, go to double T 973.com.